Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of Behind the Journey. Now I want to break this down really, really nice and easy for you guys. So if you've been following us for quite a while, you obviously have seen the vlog Inside the Journey and that follows my whole journey from the age of 25 and the idea is that it keeps following my journey for the next 20 years to be 45 and whatever greatness or failures that brings, I want to document the whole, the whole process. What we've had a chat about me and Sam whose job is to obviously film inside the journey is we've said look we're filming it on on surface everyone can see what's going on but no one understands what's happening behind the scenes no one understands what we're thinking the plans we've got they're just seeing the day-to-day so we wanted to create this podcast called um, behind the journey which goes much deeper sam will ask questions about what he's seen on the vlog he'll ask questions about what he knows is going on so you guys can really understand a much deeper level now the plan really is that we review week by week. So we will review the week that's just gone, then we'll review the next week that's just gone. So we're always in reflection of the content that's gone out on Inside the Journey. Um, so the problem I have, which you guys know if you've been watching the vlog, is I go on massive tangents. I forget what I'm starting to talk about when I start talking. So Sam's job is to, to probe those questions, ask those deep questions that, 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 that he wants you guys to understand, and also, most importantly, keep me on track. So over to you, Sam. Yeah, so behind the journey, we can review effectively. We're going to be looking at episodes 61 to 63 in this one, which is after Christmas, and it's where we started uploading three times a week rather than five, and spending two of the days a week making two pieces of Instagram content a day, which, in my opinion, has worked spectacularly. We're seeing a massive increase already. Uh, what was your thought behind changing up where time was spent so when i went away for christmas um like any of the business owner out there they'll know that you never stop thinking you're always in business and in work mode all the time and i kind of had this this thought that when we're doing a vlog every single day sam has absolutely no chance to do anything sporadic or anything that i go you know jump on that now is a good trend which basically meant that his time was completely locked down so i was thinking that look five vlogs a week is perfect it's brilliant don't get me wrong but if I just did three, the effect for you, the user at home, you'd understand the same amount of Inside the Journey. You'd understand it all. But if I then would have two extra days a week where Sam could jump in, make his own content, and we could have a bit more fun with it. And the reason I decided to go down Instagram is I think Instagram's a, a great platform right now. It's doing really well organically without any ad spend. And I think that we could make content that was bite-sized chunks, micro-content, less than 60 seconds, that would get more of the audience to see the content. So Sam's now doing, like he said, two pieces of content every day uh, on Instagram, but that also allows me to use that content on LinkedIn, say, or on Facebook. And what we've seen over the last, I don't know, it's been two months of doing this now, is we've seen much more engagement of new people uh, getting involved with the journey. We've had uh, prospects seeing the content, so now they're more receptive to our marketing. We've had clients off the back of it as well. So changing from doing five vlogs a week to three, you know, the user at home, you'd be thinking, you know, they're one more step away from stopping this altogether. It wasn't that at all. It was very much, let's maximize what Sam can do. Let's maximize the time he has and make better content to get more people to see the original content. So if you think it from a user perspective, and I'm getting deep into this now, the idea is that user comes along, they see a piece of micro content on LinkedIn or on Instagram. They then watch another bit of micro content, maybe six weeks later. Then they find the vlog. 
once they find the vlog, they then find the podcast, and now they're a really, really active um, you know, member of, of the viewing community. They'll maybe go and see a speaking event, et cetera, et cetera. So, so the, the, the taste is almost in the micro-content, and that builds the, the loyalty in, in the kind of you guys watching it back. So that's the idea of the micro-content. It's worked, like Sam said, it's worked really, really well. Um, much more fun. We can be much more responsive with it. People have loved it, and um, I think you're enjoying it more, aren't you, as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean... It's very much an evolution of what you have been doing at the company for the last year or so anyway, where you're doing all these pieces of mic content with all the staff, but it's just continual every single day. So people are seeing your face over and over again, I, which I think it just, yeah, it works. I think I'm a big advocate of lots of consistency, a big advocate of doing something a lot rather than sporadically. And I think that's exactly what it does. You know, two pieces of content every day, even Saturdays and Sundays on Instagram all the time. Uh, big ask, um, but it's working well and definitely, yeah, it's it's brilliant. We've up to three thousand followers now on Instagram. Where we started with, I think it was six hundred to start with. So it's going, it's going, going really, really well. Yeah. So carrying on on Instagram, answering ten. That's something that we, well, you randomly came up with during a like a filming for the vlog, where you were getting asked loads of questions on Instagram. Like, do you want to explain what the answer in ten is? So it it was a really cool moment of what happened really. So I was on Instagram, I got a, a few messages through and I was just replying like you normally would for, to a DM, just helping people out. And I thought it'd be nice if more people saw the response. It'd be nice if more people um, saw the answers to the questions. Because obviously if someone's got a question, it normally means that other people have the same question. So I decided in the vlog, I mean, you'll see it, the process of me coming up with this idea, which is let's name this something. Let's make this so... The moment you make something a name or you make it really acceptable, more people get involved. Like everyone's scared to ask questions, but if you go and sit there and go, I'm willing to answer questions, more people will get involved. So branding the piece of content, answer in 10, um, just made it so it's more accessible for other people. Now in the process, you'll hear me saying, let's call it 10 second Pete, which obviously has a terrible connotation. And um, Tim is he always prosy for it now on Instagram, but answer in 10 is the name of it. And we've had some great comments. I mean, some great questions, sorry. Um, I've really enjoyed answering them and if you go to Instagram which is at pwatto you'll see I've saved a lot of the replies so you can jump in there and you can see which questions have been asked, asked before and you can kind of learn from them but any any questions at all I'm, I'm open to reply the idea with answering 10 is that you know question comes in I'll reply within a 10, with a 10 second video um, and it's as simple as that really it's just to make it more accessible to ask questions and, and kind of give back to the community. Yeah, because we're almost on kind of like a three-step ladder, aren't we? We've got the vlog, which is a long piece of content for people who are committed to watching it and have the time to. We've then got the Instagram content, which is 60 seconds long, say, that is for people who can't commit to having like 5, 10, 15 minutes out of their day to watch a vlog. And then you've got the 10-second pieces of content, which is just straight information, like no faffing about. That's just what it is. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, that's really important to have those stages. Otherwise, you know, I don't... I necessarily wouldn't have time to watch uh, 10 to 10 minutes of content all the time. Um, but again, it's just that stage and 60 seconds of bit of content, 10 seconds of bit of content, get more people bought in, then they'll watch the video. And that's kind of why I, I want to do these podcasts. I was driving down to, to Heathrow the other day and I was listening to a podcast for an hour and I really enjoyed it. And I thought I would love to do the same thing for us. You know, we're doing into the journey. Let's go behind it. Let's go to the real deep thoughts. Why are we doing things? Why are we, why are we stopped doing five a week? Why are we not doing three a week? What's happened in the agency? Why have we made that higher? Why have we got to move offices? 
How is the vlog going? How's the content going? These are all questions I want to explain on the podcast, which is why we're doing this setup. And if anyone's been really kind of hardcore follower, they know that we started doing these podcasts ages ago and we never got the consistency going. And that was because it was really hard. Like I, yeah, I can't describe was, yeah. it. It was so hard finding someone, bringing them on the show, interviewing them. Um, I can't interview is the straight up question, answer. I can't sit here and ask questions. I just, my mind wanders and all like, if people ask me questions, I'm really good at answering them, but I can never really sit here and interview someone. It's just, it's not my DNA, which is why we're doing it with Sam probing me. Exactly. So continuing the probing, CCM was one of the meetings we had during these three episodes that we're covering today. Uh, do you want to explain a bit about that? Because obviously you've known this guy for a long time and there was a bit of a, a lull mm. and then just out of the blue, there was just a message, wasn't there? Yeah, so this is one of the biggest lessons I think anyone will have in business. And two years ago, I was at a networking event in Nottingham. Um, guy came up to me, you know, had a bit of chat, bought me a beer, had a bit of a chat. Saw him maybe a month later at another networking event. Nothing came of it. And you sit there and you go, okay, cool, just met another guy at a networking event. You know, standard stuff. Two years later, he gives me a call and says, look, Pete, I want to do a project um, with this big client. They want digital capabilities. I only have print capabilities. Can you come and do the digital arm? Of course, mate. So he did a proposal, handed it in. Then he had another one. And I thought, look, rather than us just doing these virtual proposals, let's pop in and see you. So me and Sam dropped, popped by, it'd be episode 62. I don't know which one it was. Sam's good at these, he knows these things. And we, we popped down and we had a chat. And the key thing is, look, if you were looking at that in the face of it, two years ago, we met. Two years later, we're now doing business together and it's a profitable relationship. Now, that's the key thing. These things take time. You can't expect one thing just to be, oh, I've met this guy at networking and boom, he's making, making money now. It's two years of bumping into each other, two years of seeing my content on LinkedIn, two years of meeting at Expos, two years, two years, two years, and it all stacks up. And the key thing is investing in long-term relationships, investing for the long-term, never going for the short-term win. And that's the key thing with this relationship, is it two years ago, I would never would have thought it'd have any profit in this whole relationship at all. Two years later, we're pitching some big brands together. And that's the thing, collaboration is key as well. So collaboration, long-term progress, and never going for the short-term win is really the key lesson there. And look, it's crazy how these things come about. Guy buys you a pint, talks business, two years later, you're working together. That's what I love about business. Yeah, definitely. Um, so 10 by 10, I don't think we actually explained this at all, really. We, it just kind of happened, didn't it? So 10 by 10, it, like, it was, it's 10 clients, or not clients, 10 people being taught by 10 people who are already quite prolific in their areas, isn't it? And it's yeah. almost like a half day long workshop, isn't it? So to give everyone back at home a better understanding of 10 by 10, it's essentially an accelerator based in Lincolnshire where 10 businesses uh, are accepted to take on a 10-week course um, where industry experts will teach people based on certain areas. So I was pulled in to do a full day, well, I think it was half a day actually, um, to give people insight in the world of marketing. How they should be doing it, what they should be doing, how I can help them, etc. And there's two ways I can spin this. The first one is that it was really good fun helping out 10 people in a room and getting the brand out there. Or well, the second way of spinning this, which um, is more ruthless, but let's be honest here, this is what this whole podcast is about, is there was 10 people in the room that I could sell to. Now, I'm a big believer in getting your brand out there. Everyone knows that. I'm a big believer in doing speaking events for free, getting in front of people for free, um, pushing your brand. 
So I went down to this event to do nothing more than to build a brand and build credibility and be the marketing guy that gave them advice. Obviously, Sam filmed it as well. Good content for the vlog, good content for micro content on Instagram and LinkedIn. What actually happened is eight people turned up, so two people were ill, unfortunately, which meant there's a room of eight people that I was educating. Over the three hours, uh, I got a lot of good questions. It was a great piece of content. Um, Sam would put in out loads of it, no doubt. But for you guys back at home, if you've got anything to learn from this, is since then, how many, how many were we talking two weeks later? Yeah, a couple of weeks later, yeah. Two weeks later, we've had five people from that inquire for marketing services. So that's like a 60% conversion rate, which is ludicrous. And from those people, we've now handed five proposals out-ish, and I think three will convert. And we're not talking pennies. So going out and helping these people for free has then turned around to be a profitable business venture. But don't get, don't get this twisted. I went in to help. I went in to provide value. I went in to build the brand. I went in to support. And I offered everyone free advice. I, I, I offer people some real great tips. And in fact, one of the people that probably won't convert has called me up and said, Pete, we tried to implement what you said. We can't do it. Can you come and help us? Can, can we pay you for training? And I was like, we don't do training, but I'll give you free, another free hour of my time because I want to build the brand and build the credibility. But by doing that, you also build your business. People want to buy from experts. So I went out for free and I helped people out for free and now I've got people buying from me. And that is something that people don't want to admit. People would say, you know, a lot of that would have stopped at, I went and helped, I provided value, I did the good thing for the brand. But look, we all have to make money from business and it so happened that it also was profitable for the business as well. So there's two areas to that. It was great fun doing it, love supporting it, great to be part of an accelerator, but by doing that we also got business and that's the most important thing. Yeah, I, just, I think it's incredible how you can take something that on, on face value is you're doing a free training workshop that then turns into it being filmed for micro content that goes on for your personal branding and that free workshop actually turned into potential clients coming in. That means me and Sam know that we were happy just to have the micro content. Exactly. We were happy just to go down with the micro content. The fact that we've got clients off the back of it is just a bonus. Definitely. And the, la the last thing that happened in this three episode stretch was... I think the first of two or three podcasts you did that week, which was the um, small business podcast. Yeah, so uh, anyone else watching, I, th I think this is probably a good time to put it. We uh, launched a PR department about six weeks ago. Um, Mike Shields heads it up, real talented guy, been in the, in the PR game for about 10 years now. Uh, and he was a real strategic hire for us. What I said to Mike was, um, obviously you want to build a profitable department, which it is already, which is amazing. Within six weeks, we've got nine clients in that department. We're now recruiting more members of the team, which is amazing to have. It's just a testament to both Distract as a brand and also Mike as an ability. But one of the things I said to him was, look, Mike, get me on more podcasts, get me on more speaking events, get me on more print, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that works hand in hand with what Sam's doing with, the, with all the content. And he got me on, as one of them, he got me on the Small Business Podcast. And this is something that's really important to mention. I now go on to these podcasts and I say what's happening with this. Sam's following me around the video camera all the time. And even now, 2019, vlogging has been a big thing for years. I mean, years since YouTube came out, vlogging was a big thing. Even now, people don't understand it. Even now, I'm on podcasts and they're going, he's doing what? Or I'm on the radio, BBC radio, and they're going, he follows you around with the camera. Like, vlogging is a big deal. Everyone knows about vlogging. It, it happens everywhere. But even now, it's still, it's a point where it's, it's a bit weird. 
And um, I felt like 50% of that whole podcast was me going, I'm doing this for this reason. I want to document my journey. It's beneficial for other entrepreneurs. And it was great. It was great fun to, to go on the Small Business Podcast. It's a, it's a big podcast. Um, it's also a big publication as well. So it's nice to be in their publication. Um, and again, pushing the brand out there free of charge, get in front of the right people. Someone might listen to that and then get me to a speaking event or someone might listen to that and get me on a podcast or someone might sign from that. We're just pushing this thing as far as we can go and hitting it home, really. Yeah, I think that people are still in the mindset where they think that podcasts are a hobby or something that like YouTubers do, like influencers, but actually it's anyone, anyone can do it and it's so beneficial to everyone involved. You've just got to take the step, don't you? I think the key one is that, and I said this when Sam first started, I said, I don't want you ever to look at the numbers. I don't care. I couldn't care less if one person listens to this. So if you are the one person, hello. I appreciate you. <laughs> but I don't care if one person listens to this or a million people listen to this. I have no... I do not care about numbers or view counts. I care massively on the depth. I care massively on the fact that someone could be watching this, liking the post on Instagram or LinkedIn, watching the vlog and engaging on a deep level with uh, answering 10. That's what I care about. I don't care if there's you know, three people, you know, just do it. I don't care about the numbers because I'm in this for the long-term play. I'm in this for the long-term plan. Um, it meets our objective we want to do. We've got loads of things getting planned. And I just think this is, you know, that's the key thing. People start things and stop things really quickly because they care about the numbers. And I think the reason we've been going for six months now, we just don't care about the numbers. We go with our instinct. We do what we, what we believe in. And if it happens, it happens. And we're having good fun doing it. I am anyway. The business is building around it anyway. Happy days. I think that the, the, the fact we can't actually, we can't really analyze it yet because not enough people are doing it. So the numbers, even if there were numbers, they wouldn't mean anything. We're just trying whatever works. So get, getting rid of things that don't and just seeing what happens. Damn right. I think the key thing is, we can all sit here and go, let's look at Gary Vaynerchuk and his stupid millions of followers and go, oh, I'm nowhere near doing what Gary Vaynerchuk. Well, it's irrelevant. It's, it's such an outlier. And I don't care. My metric on if this works is if it grows by one. Because as a business investment, obviously Sam is the investment. In terms of does it pay for itself? Yeah, it has. It's paid for itself because one client will see it. But I don't care about any of that. I'm all about this 20 year plan. What happens in the next 20 years? Who can we inspire? What can be seen? What's gonna change? Will it fail? Will it work? Who knows? 20 years, let's see. I think that's a great way to end it, to be fair. I've, I've got no more questions. You're that out. was a nice little concise ending, I think. Out of interest. I think we're on about 20 minutes almost. Boom. So, so we're going to aim for 20 to 30 minutes every single time. <laughs> because that and, seems And cool. this, is, this is our trial and error. Yeah. I've always thought we should do a podcast the same time as it would take for someone to drive to work. 15, 20 minute commute, yeah. Do you reckon that's, I don't know what the average is in the UK. It could be like 40 minutes. I have no idea. Well, if you're London, it takes you 40 minutes to go mm. like five miles, so... True. So let's just claim that we've done this purposely, that 20, what we on that, 21 minutes, say, because that is the average time it takes them to drive to work. And I have no idea if that's true or not, but we'll claim it. And there was some serious detail that we went into to figure yeah. out that 21 minutes is the optimum type of podcast because someone's driving to work. That is what we did. We, we did it. It was planned. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, the aim is to do one of these every single week to review the previous week. 
I'm hoping we can do that. I, I mean, I mean, committed to doing it. Only problem we have, Sam, I forgot about this, is I'm away for a few weeks. So we've kind of messed it before we started. But we'll, we'll, we'll drag them out. We'll see what we can do. We'll make, we'll make it work. Um, if not, we can always throw someone else into it. Get an outsider to, wa- to watch the three episodes and see what mm-hmm. they took from it. Ask, ask me some questions. I probably know more about you it. Can do it, <laughs> you can do it anyway, thanks for watching. Um, I don't know, just like, thanks for coming on the journey. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, peace and love.